You're listening to Rooster Teeth Podcast number 594. If you hear something you'd like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. RTTV is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Make sure you protect your online privacy today at expressvpn.com slash RTTV. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. I'm John. I'm Barbara. There's a kitty. I'm Gus, once again. How's everyone doing? There's a kitty. There's a kitty, Gus. There's a kitty? Oh, yeah, there it is. It's looking outside, looking for stuff to murder, no doubt. (laughs) As cats do. Yeah. Man, cheers, I, boys! Are we, oh, are we, we cheersing? We cheersing? Oh, cheers! Oh, cheers. Open a beverage. Let me. Yeah, just... I, I have a fancy wine glass. I don't think they're a sponsor um, today, but. <laughs> I've, I'm uh, I'm annoyed, guys. I'm no, super, super guys. fucking annoyed. Wow, how off-brand is this moment in time? So, we've talked about it before that. Uh, I, I have to wear that CPAP when I when I go to sleep, right? Yeah. Yes. If and... the power goes out, do you die? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a ventilator. But uh, you, there's parts of it that you have to replace, right? Like the mask. Every now and then you replace the tubing and whatnot. And uh, like that stuff's covered by insurance, right? Obviously, it's a medical device. And uh, our insurance changed at the beginning of this year, right? I'm sure you all are aware of that. Yeah, very much aware. so. And I got a call the other day from a number I didn't recognize. So of course I didn't answer it, uh, but they kept calling back. So eventually I was like, fine, I guess I got to fucking pick up this phone. So I answered the phone and it's, it's, it was the company that sends me the, the refills, right? Like all the, all the shit that I need, the mask and all of those things. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, listen, um, your insurance must have changed or something. We need, uh, and now your new insurance is saying that your CPAP machine is not medically necessary. So they're not going to pay for anything. And I was like, what? And they were like, well, you, what you need to do, they're like, don't worry, this happens all the time. You just need to call your doctor and tell them they need to fax us a certificate of medical necessity that proves <sighs> that you need this. And I was like, why do I have to? Isn't this something you all should do? They're like, no, no, don't worry. It happens all the time. Your doctor will know what to do. I was like, okay, I guess. So uh, I call my doctor. And of course, guess what? My doctor's fucking busy. So yeah, no shit. I was just about to say he probably has some other things he's handling right now. After like two or three days of trying to get in touch with my doctor, eventually I get in touch with his office, and uh, I'm talking to the the woman who works the desk there, the woman who answered the phone. And I'm like, hey, I'm dealing with this company. They say my insurance company doesn't want to pay for my shit anymore. They said I need a certificate of medical necessity. Can you fax that to them? And the woman at the doctor's office was like, they told you to call us. They're supposed to call us and they sent us a form and we just sign it and send it back to them. Wow. I was like, okay, um, well, what's your fax number? So I said, let, let me at least get that. That way I can call the other company. So I get the, my doctor's fax number and I call back the supplier and I'm like, hey, you all told me I needed to call my doctor and get this certificate sent to you. And the person at the supply company I talked to was like, oh no, we never do that. We always call the doctor directly ourselves. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, can you fax it to them? And uh, can you get the information you need? And they're like, well, we don't have his fax number. I was like, oh, but I have it. I have his fax number. Here it is. <laughs> just called it. Long yeah. story short, Gus died, and this is his ghost. <laughs> yeah. So I give him the fax number, and they're like, okay, don't worry. Yeah, we, we have the form. We'll send it to your doctor, no problem. Like, 
four days went by and I thought, I never heard any follow up on this. I should call back just to make oh, sure everything's God. okay. I, I'm getting angry right now <laughs> on your behalf, Gus. So I call back the supplier and I'm like, hey, I just want to follow up. Did you all fax that document to my doctor so he could sign it and send it back to you? And they're like, oh, what? No, we didn't do that. Were we supposed to do that? I was like, um, yeah. What, what, can, can I, is all right. Yeah, I was like, can I Everything do anything to help this process? Right. And they oh were like, oh, God. don't worry. We're going to escalate it to a supervisor. The supervisor will make sure that we fax over the document and your doctor signs it and gets it sent back. That way you can breathe when you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a so, low priority, guys. <laughs> we'll get so to it. The reason I'm telling this story was I was supposed, I had set a reminder on my phone today to call them back and follow up. And I forgot. And just now when the podcast started, I remembered, shit, I was supposed to call them and follow up today. So for all I know, nothing still happened. It's been, that- I, I think it's been close to two weeks now that I've been dealing with this. So I got to, I got to call them back tomorrow and be like, Hey, did you fax a piece of paper on your desk to my doctor so he can sign it and fax it back to you so I can get a, a fucking mask to breathe? Yeah, it's been great. Life's great. Everything's awesome. How are you guys? How much time globally is wasted in circles between just like passing incorrect? It must cost like billions and billions of dollars. But, and, and in time, right. absolutely. Trevor just walked in naked. You don't get to say that unless he's going to walk on camera. He knows the podcast is on, right? Oh, is he absolutely. He's definitely doing Thomas it intentionally. Now. And then no, and then he just opened my door and just just stuck his naked ass out the door. <laughs> Sorry. All I now have is this mental image because I think of Trevor as a pretty pale white boy, and his butt must just be the most white porcelain thing ever on this planet. Like well, luckily too close he's together headlights. Luckily. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he's dating, so uh, he has someone more pale than him next to him. So he looks tanned compared to me. He's actually kind could, of like olive brown compared to do me. Do you think you could trap a beam of light between your asses? Like if you shone a laser and it reflected off his white ass off yours and you could just hold the light? Oh, oh. thank you for completing that thought. I didn't understand. I thought like I thought you were asking if like between your two cheeks, you could grab onto light and hold on to it. No, with obviously two- not. Obviously not, John. There's a black hole there. Ah, there you go. Come on, a little science humor there for you. I like the science humor. Someone made a Cameron made a periodic table of elements joke during a scrum meeting today. I like. Wow, (laughs) we're real nerdy. So, what have you guys not done this week? Oh, so much, so much. Only as I've learned today, uh, this week means starting Sunday. So uh, it's only been a day and a half. Monday, starting Monday. Why would you start the week on a Sunday? Doesn't the week starts on Sunday? The week starts on Monday. The week like, starts on Sunday. To be fair, actual... in America, it chat, starts chat, on Sunday for some reason. Everyone in chat, tell us what day of the week does the I, week start on? Hey, oh, speaking of which, on, if, if no, 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 on your calendar. No, no, no. What is no, the no, first day? People should, uh, by the way, sign up for a free account, everseeth.com. That way you can chat with us and you can tell us what day of the week uh, okay. uh, chat starts in, uh, what day of the week the calendar starts in. Uh, it starts on Monday, John. Thank you for asking. The calendar, actual calendar, at least in the United States, it goes Sunday the, to Saturday. The calendar on my computer, which I use every day, starts on Monday. You what probably is, have a is, certain is your calendar. Yeah, is your calendar following an American calendar or some other country's calendar? Hey, calendar, what country are you following? How the fuck do I know? I'm in the what? United States. I assume it's following an American no. calendar. 
No, I think you've it's set Sunday. it to Monday, but by default on American calendars, it starts on Sunday. Thank yeah. you, Gavin. Exactly. I, did, I did go through the settings. Sunday, 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 Sunday. It's like Sunday, 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 Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah. I understand that, like, when you work or go to school, like, you think of the week starting Monday because it's like, you got the weekend. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're, you're, what's that keyword you just said there? I know the it's called the weekend. The weekend. So what? Monday is when it starts. I'm not arguing the the inconsistency in the uh, semantics of the problem, but I'm just saying that in America, we start our week on Sunday, technically speaking. I understand it is. Like, I'm not arguing. I also think that, the, the, that not using the metric system is dumb. Like, I am aware of that, but I have to just abide by what the norm is in the country I have, or else I'm the crazy person on a podcast <laughs> saying the week starts on a Monday. <laughs> okay, it's we killed. You got it. We killed we chat. Kill. Chat, y'all can calm down. We got it. No, I still. I want to know every right, single chat, person. Everyone just type in butts, butts, no. butts. No, butts, don't butts, do butts, that. Butts, Jack, Jack, the chat. Jackie's <laughs> losing it in chat right now. I think. I can't keep. I can't moderate. <laughs> we uh, we overloaded uh, a bit. Going cray cray, dude. I have a. Oh, oh Aly Alyssa in chat just said the broadcast calendar starts on Monday. Okay, the Again, yeah, that's obviously work our work calendar starts on Monday. Just saying. Just saying. Okay. I have a disgusting thing to admit to you that I need your your uh, expressed uh, uh, in intention. <laughs> I need your expressed intention to not completely and utterly judge me on this. Okay, okay. but did okay. this happen on a Monday or a Sunday? This <laughs> Uh, so this, this is something I'm not proud of, but I don't know how to fix some, uh, the chat saying butts now and I love it. <laughs> no, 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 stop, stop. <laughs> it's too late, Gus. <laughs> I can't, I, I want to give another example of a time where I broke someone's social media, but I don't want to do it because I will break their social media again. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, I have a dark secret sitting. Ooh in a bag Ooh. at the bottom of my pantry. A secret Ooh. in a bag. Should we <laughs> guess what it is? Should we take I know it? What it guess is. what it is? You I know what it is. Gus knows what it is? Yeah. How big is it? Did I tell you? No, no, I, I can totally. A bag in the bottom of your pantry is only one thing it can be. It's replacement CPAP parts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hoarding them. La, 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 la. It's the fax machine from Gus's doctor's office. <laughs> what do you think it is? I, if I had to guess, knowing you, John, and saying it's like a dark secret and it's in your pantry, I'm going to guess it's some type of like cheat food, like something really sweet or oh, unhealthy. No, I'm very vocal about what cheat foods I have. And I they, they come out on Sunday at the beginning of the week. The and then the week. they go away. <laughs> it's, it's rotting potatoes. <laughs> no, it is not food. Oh, it's not mm. food. What do you think, Gavin? What you doing, Gavin? Uh, my headphones are running out of batteries, and I'm just, uh, I'm just gonna write them out. Okay. <laughs> when you stop hearing us, you're you're done the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what like, you I like I like chats guessing. You got like shiny shoes, sourdough <laughs> starter, sourdough starter. It is not food based. Can anybody guess anything that's not food? That I be... think it's your old haircut. Gavin Free guessed it. <gasps> what? No. So when I Wait, went, what? <laughs> are you shitting me? Are you serious? 
You're not serious. You ha you having a laugh? You messing with me? No. <laughs> so I, my mind is blown. <laughs> so remember, no judgment. No judgment. No, no judgment. I asked. Uh, when I went to Robert, my hairstylist, to get <laughs> it cut. Uh, that was so right. I, I had a lot of hair. I had a lot of hair, and he cut it all off, and it just made this mound. And he thought it'd be funny if he bagged it up and then sent me home with my bag of hair. And because of the, the, the world that we live and work in, I was like, there's at least a hint of a chance I could think of something to do with it that is disgusting and terrible for our company. Um, the problem is, is I never came up with anything. I held on to it. And not only have I held on to it since I got the haircut, I've moved since then. Cool. It so made it, it through a move and came with me from my previous apartment to my new apartment where it found a new home in my pantry. Okay. So you know what you have to do with it. What do I have to do with it? Put it back you on. You have to auction it off for extra life. <laughs> you can, you, we can auction off John's old haircut. I liked Gavin's. What did you say? He said, put it back on. <laughs> I, I mean, Gavin has done something similar. Uh, that was with uh, Jeff and Griffin, right? You guys all, you shaved your head, Gavin, and then... And they just they just moved it. Chia they wore it to the top. put my hair on Jeff's chin, where his beard used to be, and I wore his beard on my head, and then uh, Griffin wore our pubes <laughs> as armpit hair. Armpit hair, right. Yeah. So could, just do that. I Could I auction it? Yeah, mm -hmm. extra life. I I need to. Can you buy lottery tickets online? Because I need to. Uh, I don't think so. I got to get on something. I, <laughs> I blew my mind that I was right. Honestly, I was to be honest, eighty percent trying to find a cable so I could plug my headphones in, <laughs> and twenty percent paying attention. So I'm blown away that I got that. Um, Your crazy suggestions are bound to pay off once in a while. <laughs> we did it. How many all, we need is all we need is 20% of your brain to be able to predict uh, the future the or is, to be able to read yeah, other minds. As someone who has had long hair and then got it cut, it's a significant moment, uh, kind of only to you and no one else. But I can see why you would keep it in a way. Yeah, I, I also have a – I never posted it for some reason, but I took a video – of robert making the first big cut like he just went right off and took off like scary uh, in it yeah i mean i i'm 100 happy with the haircut i got and i'm i have no intention of ever growing my hair out again it's just too wonderful having it short again uh but i have a bag of hair um i don't know if hair rots should we get uh, maybe some uh, suggestions from the community on what you should do with that hair a lot like, of people I'll say make a wig but it's not long enough for a wig it's also like you need other tools to make a way. You can't just you make, like make a toupee. Hair. Make a toupee. Make a, yeah. a. It's probably long enough for a. a what's the lower no no region one? Merkin. Merkin. You know what you should do, John. Uh, you should wear it while you do Good Morning from Hell, so there will be hell toupee. But it's an audio podcast. <laughs> Do you not get my joke? I did. Uh, we, we, I mean, that's, <laughs> calling it a joke is being really generous. <laughs> it's also the worst, I think, the worst setup I've ever had to any pun because I was focusing too hard on it. <laughs> oh, I do like someone said to make a bunch of little tiny John dolls. <laughs> no, they, people Ooh. can use those as voodoo dolls then, can't they? Because it's got like your actual hair. Yeah, if you believe in that stupid shit. Whoa! <laughs> Yikes. Uh.
Well, uh, so I guess no voodoo dolls for John then. No so voodoo dolls for me. Brittle over time as it gets less moisture in it, or is there no moisture in hair in, in the first place? I I don't know. I haven't opened the bag since then. It's like how long ago, how long ago was that? Uh, over a year, because I I colored it for. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Oh yeah, get it the bag. Yeah, yeah open it. Absolutely, up. get it. Smell okay. it. Let, let, let's see if it smells bad. I'll go get it. But first, there's a reveal that has to happen, which is my wonderful. <laughs> I'm still working from home uniform. So, this is what we're yeah. working with. He should go and huff the bag. Yeah, oh, we, we can find out if it's rotting or not. I tell you what, though, I bet it's really flammable. It's like all point. dried out. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad that. See, th things like this make me glad that we're doing the podcast from home because if we were on the set, we'd be like, oh, well, there's going to be no resolution on it. Now he's at home. We can tell him, go get the fucking hair and bring it out here. <laughs> we're going to do something with it. Show and oh, tell. It is. oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I was picturing a clear bag. Me too. So, yeah. It's actually quite like there's a that that's that's hair. That's like hair. Yeah, get a hand in. Let's let's see it. It's stapled shut. Do I do I unseal it? Well, yeah. It's not like it's airtight. It's just staples. I don't know if I want to do this game anymore. That's how actually they keep the, the COVID samples in it. They keep it in a stapled bag so it doesn't escape. <laughs> you know, oh, well, staples right. do stop viruses from spreading. People in the chat are pointing out something I forgot that John can't smell. So we're not going <laughs> to know <laughs> if it stinks or not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just a what bag of hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to touch it. Show the camera. Oh, it's just like a Black oh. boy. Damn, it looks like wow. a dead animal. It looks like a bird. It looks like the top of a human head that you have inside of that bag. Oh, God. And there you are. <laughs> There's actually a lot of gray. I'm surprised. Is it yeah. mold or is it gray? No, it's gray hairs. I mean, is there anything to rot in a human hair, though? Like, do, when, when you dig up a corpse, does it have hair on it? Hmm. Well, did he uh, wash I think your hair before? What? Like, did he wash your hair before cutting yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's clean. Oh, so it's clean hair. It's not like it's dirty hair. No, like, it's it, it 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 actually doesn't seem to have like it looks like wig hair. Like like so, it it just it, it 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 it's very just it's soft. It, it even feels just like hair. It's not too, I, super soft. Like it's not like conditioned it, hair. But I looked it up. Human hair can endure for several years, often two years before decomposing. Wow. It's been at least a year, right, John? Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I cut it for RTX. So it was uh, uh, last June. Summer. So does that mean if you have hair that's longer than two years old, it starts to rot on your head? I think it's oh. still technically alive because it's attached to you. It's still I, getting what, nutrients. What, yeah. What's alive, alive. about it then? Well, it's attached to you, so it's still getting nutrients, like John said. Like whatever, whatever vitamins and 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 blood flow that goes to hair and gives it whatever nutrients it needs. Like, yeah, but that's just the root, surely. The tips are just oh, yeah, done. Yeah, but that's just yeah. the root, surely. Well, <laughs> once, yeah, once once hair is at the skin surface, the cells within the strand of the hair aren't alive anymore. The hair you see on every part of your body contains dead cells. Oh, gross. yeah, and that, I guess that that is that makes sense because that's why you have to cut off the dead hair in order to like let your hair actually grow out better like if you just if you just let your hair grow it actually won't grow as well as if you did maintenance cuts on it mm -hmm. 
This episode of the Receipt Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Being stuck at home these days, you probably don't think much about internet privacy on your own home network. You just fire up incognito mode on your browser and no one can see what you're doing, right? Wrong. Even in incognito mode, your online activity can still be traced. Even if you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even when at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN makes sure that ISPs can't see what sites you visit. Instead, your internet connection is rerouted through ExpressVPN secure servers Each ExpressVPN server has an IP address that's shared among thousands of users. That means everything you do is anonymized and can't be traced back to you. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your data with best-in-class encryption, so your information is always protected. Use the internet with confidence from your computer, tablet, or smartphone. ExpressVPN has you covered on every device. You simply tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is the fastest, most trusted VPN on the market. It's rated number one by CNET, Wired, The Verge, and countless more. So protect your online activity today with the VPN that I trust to secure my privacy. Uh, visit our special link at expressvpn.com rooster. You can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S vpn.com rooster. Expressvpn.com rooster to learn more. I have a question for you guys, speaking of hair. Y'all are dating women or married to women. Are Do any of your significant others get waxed? in their nether regions, typically? I don't want to speak on behalf of my (laughs) (laughs) I can text her right now and ask. (laughs) Because I'm just wondering what people are doing who typically get waxed. Wait, is Trevor not waxing you? (laughs) Would you trust Trevor to wax you? Uh, That sounds like a video. That sounds like a video, yeah. I'll little back second crack. <laughs> I just, I just, I just text her and asked her if she waxes her nethers. Is that what you wrote? Do you yeah. wax your nethers? Yeah. She's used to me just saying weird shit at this point. She do, understands do you prefer, how my job is. Do you prefer waxing to shaving, Barbara? Um, for my hoo hoos, yes. Um, because it's easier to maintain, and the grow back is a lot nicer than shaving. Hoo-hoos? Plural. Hoo hoo. Oh, you said she pluralized it. Well, you know, maybe I consider uh, my vagina a who and my butt a who. So it's the who's. So you got whoville going on down there? Yeah. Can you get them done in like one strip? Nope. Just <laughs> go, go all the way out around. Nope. Uh, but home waxing is dangerous. And I don't know if like I is would it? almost rather cut my hair myself than what, wax what's myself. Dangerous, what's dangerous about it? I'm going to plead ignorance. It's just like the using hot wax yourself is dangerous and like you could apply it wrong and hurt yourself. I just wouldn't trust myself with something like that, especially something with heat. I feel like that mm. gets real dangerous. I tried to, I, I, I mean, I'm looking at the reality of the situation right now and like how long we're going to be in the situ in this circumstance. And I was like, I'm going to want a haircut soon. Luckily I got my haircut right before we went into quarantine. So did I, <laughs> uh, and I did not. Yes, you did not. <laughs> no uh, bad luck for me. <laughs> like it's it's still it's it's still you can see on this side it's still pretty short. It's not it hasn't really grown out a ton. Yeah, but <sighs> it's gonna get to a point where I'm gonna want to get a cut before we're able to go get a cut. And so I, I asked my girlfriend if she would uh, feel comfortable at least like trimming up my undercut. And she was like, no, she said she did it once for a friend eons ago and he got upset at her. So I don't know what that means, but well, can't you just sign a waiver that you just absolutely <laughs> will not get upset? Yeah, I'll do that. 
I, I think I'm gonna let mine grow out. I think I got my last haircut right at the beginning of March, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. How, see how it goes. often do you typically get haircuts? I, I used to go the first Monday of every month, so like I would try to go monthly to to keep it pretty short. Gotcha. Let me ask you a question, Gus, because I've asked Chris this question. I was appalled at the answer. Do you have someone that you go to regularly for your haircut? Um, I have a barber shop that I go to. I don't ever request anyone in particular because I've always been happy with all the different barbers who work there and the the work that they do. What about you, Gav? Haircutting? Yeah. Do you have a person you go to even at a location or do you just go to a location or any location whatsoever? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I have a person, but the, I, I get haircuts so rarely that it's not really a regular thing. Like I've but, maybe seen them like four times ever. Right. But when you go, you go to the same person. Yeah. Why do you go to the same person? Because uh, I don't have to describe what I want again, because we've already been through that mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. okay. That's a good point. And they remember, I even though you go so rarely? Yeah. Yeah. He remembers. <laughs> so... Does anyone else, am I the only one who has this irrational fear? There's one barber uh, at the shop I go to who I really like. I think he does an excellent job, but he's really fast. And uh, I get a scissor cut typically. And whenever he's like really going to town with the scissors, you know, cutting my hair, in the back of my mind, I'm always wondering like, what if he missed and just got like a little bit of my ear? And so I'm always like <laughs> in my own head, like what if he just lopped off a little bit of ear right now? And I get like really tense. Honestly, like have you, have you ever used hair cutting scissors? They are no. sharp as shit. I bet it would just snip the top of your ear off. Oh, See, that's not making me feel any better. <laughs> to make matters worse, I've got like some birthmarks that stick up a little bit out of the skin and I've got one on my neck back here. You can't see it. Oh, they, uh, they'll bleed they like a pig. Doing. And they, when they give the shave on the back, I'm like, they, they lather it up with the shaving cream and in my mind, I'm like, can he see that birthmark? Does he know that it's back there? <laughs> Is he just going to like with a straight razor, just like shear it right off? And so it's like in my own head, I worry about these things. And I end up being really tense the whole time I'm getting a haircut. And then he's done. It, I've never been cut. Nothing's ever happened. But it's just like in my mind, like, I'm always worried about it. Do you have faith though? Like I've, these people know what they're doing. They're professionals. They've done this a billion times. Why? Yeah, right. like, but, but that's sure. the thing, right? They've done it a billion times. So what if they lose concentration for just a second? Like they, they, they're on autopilot and not paying attention. I, I don't want to say this in a mean way, but I don't think anyone's going to miss your ears. Like, I feel like, whoa, <laughs> I mean, like you, I would. you have substantial ears. Like oh. you, need, you need the top of your ears. I know, but I'm saying like they're visible. You're not going to accidentally. <laughs> oh, I see. I thought you meant nobody was going to. Like be sad that they were gone. Oh, no, 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 no one is going to miss. Physically. Is is going to is going to not notice your ears. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, it's a different kind of miss. Yeah. I forget. I guess I just don't notice it about him. But I forget that a lot of people consider Jeff having large ears. I just oh, they're don't. Big. Yeah, I don't yeah. notice it, and it's it wasn't until we did a so we did a, a roast of you guys on the subreddit roast when we made a video out of it, and so we did the follow up with Jeff, and a good amount of the jokes were based around his ears. And it wasn't until people like like fresh eyes saw his ears that I forgot. Oh yeah, people think Jeff has big ears. Oh yeah, I know. I don't even think about it. I just Honestly, get used to them. There, there's not a lot of people who we work with who I think of having like substantially big <laughs> body parts. <laughs> yeah, um, what kind of big body parts? Like. Obviously, Gavin has like the nose, and that's like a whole joke with the audience and stuff like that. But like his Wait, nose what? really isn't. 
<laughs> his nose really isn't that big. Like I don't, there's nobody who we work with where I was like, oh yeah, that person has a really big nose or really big ears or whatever it is. Like, I don't know. Well, Maybe it's because I'm like, used I, to you guys. I, I think a lot of the people that we work with, especially <laughs> on camera people have big heads though. Oh. Just Would large skulls. I think, I think so. But I have a big head, I'll admit it. I have but a big I feel head. like a lot of the people. Uh, Bernie's head is gigantic. Yeah, Bernie is the, the king of big heads. Did we ever do the head measurement thing? We, with you we and did. Bernie? Yeah, we did. Who else? Someone else was there. I think we had a guest on at the time. Markiplier was on at the same time. Oh, okay. Oh, you might not have been there. Yeah, Gavin yeah, wasn't that there. Wasn't there. Yeah, Gavin what, was there. So, what'd you, what'd you do? You just measured the head? Yeah, we had a, like a, a, a flexible tape measure and we all measured around. Yeah, see that I don't think that's accurate enough. I think we need like a water displacement test. Oh, so you're talking about volume. You're not talking about volume. Water. Well, I mean, this is the same thing. Gavin, your head's a 3D object, Gus. Right, but we're not talking about circumference. You're talking about volume. But volume would include the top part. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same. No, no, no. It's not. No, you're no, asking no, for the not, Right. Yeah. Volume would then displace depending on the 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 shape of the top of your head as well. Right. So if you had a more curved <laughs> head, you'd so have you're less volume. A bigger, are you saying a bigger head? Could displace less water if they if it's like if it's bigger here but flatter down up top, or if it comes to a point. <laughs> what are you talking about? What kind of there's fucking heads do you see? Like the <laughs> there's different like, shapes of heads. Right you can't here, tell because right you can't here, tell because everyone has hair. It would be the same circumference, but if the head was like that, like a trapezoid, that's more volume. But they would also have a right, bigger like, head. Think about Peyton Manning. No, they, 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 they more... don't have to have they don't have to have a bigger circumference around this Pey area. Peyton Manning has more volume to his head than any other human being in the world, but his head might be the same circumference as mine. So it why just it, why are we it's only taller. measuring this and not this? Because how do you what do that with the fucking fuck? so you just, what the fuck are you just want a whole about? head difference, a whole head volume. Yeah, he talking he's talking about a head. Like if you took the head off the neck, it's a it's a spherical object. That's what you're talking about, right, Gavin? But that does, but that doesn't mean that it's going to have a, that just because it's got more volume, it's going to have a, a wider circumference around this portion of your head. I well, thought I'm, we're talking about displacing water. I'm not. I'm not denying that maybe someone with a wider head could have a smaller volume of head. But why do we care about that and not the volume of the head? Okay. Because no one's ever asked, "What's the volume of your head?" <laughs> I mean, that's why normally it's like, "What's your hat size? What's the size of your head going this way?" It's not what's the, the fucking volume of your head. That's a worthless measurement. In the chat, right next to each other, which two comments? One that said Gav is wrong, and the next one that said Gav is right. <laughs> Welcome to the internet. Uh, the duality of man. <laughs> oh. uh, Sunday, answer... Monday. Sunday, Monday. Sunday, Sunday, Monday. To answer chat as well, no, the Jeff one has not come out yet. Just to give you, you not missed it. Oh yeah, the roast. Uh, but if you want to do your homework, go check out the Gus roast one. It was fun. <laughs> I do love the second I brought up how nobody at Rashid has anything uh, like substantially big. Everyone in the chat was like, "R.I.P. Trevor." <laughs> 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 I was like, "Oh yeah, he does work at Rashid." Oh, poor boy. This episode of the Receipt Podcast is sponsored by Old Spice Pomade, Old Spice Putty, and Old Spice Styling Gel. Hair, it's one of, if not the first thing people notice about you, and your hair can say a lot about you. And with Old Spice Pomade, you can make sure that it's saying the right thing. Uh, try it out Old Spice Pomade. It seems to work best and deliver a natural look to my hair. It's clean, not heavy, and uh, you can barely even tell that product in my hair, right? Uh, it's the power of Old Spice. And Old Spice Pomade with medium hold gives your hair a clean cut, matte finish. It says things like, hey, you know, I'm late for a very important podcast that delivers comedy to the Rooster Teeth audience, but... 
I still look good while doing it. Uh, I like Old Spice pomade, it's aluminum free, which matters a lot to me. It has a fresh scent and is medium hold that can work great all day. Uh, Old Spice hair pomade, great hair always wins. Uh, man, I, uh, I started watching the other day. Uh, I went back and I started, I wanted to, to, to rewatch Alien and uh, I saw it was available to stream. So I rewatched it. There I was forgot Alien Day how, this last week, wasn't there? Was there? Yeah, Alien Day happened this last week. Maybe that's why like it was in my head or something because I looked it up and I sought it out and <clears throat> it was able to, I was able to stream it. Uh, what, you forgotten about it? I just hadn't seen it. I, think, I don't think I'd watched Alien in probably 20 years. And, oh, uh, you shit me? Did you watch it in like super freaking nice high def? <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, but it was only 1080, so it wasn't like a 4K oh. or, or anything. But it's amazing how that movie, I think, came out in 77. And it's amazing how, because of, for the most part, like using all physical and practical effects and the aesthetic they leaned into, for the most part, holds up. Like you wouldn't look at it and be like, oh, that looks so stupid. I mean, there's some stuff, some of the computer stuff doesn't look great. But, you know, most of the sets, most everything, you're like, oh, I mean, I could conceivably see that happening. I could see a spaceship looking like that for the most part. A lot of movies like that, that kept their premise simple and even like the location simple, it's actually going to hold up better than more complex uh, projects. Mm -hmm. I, I really like that movie. It's such a strange, I'm not sure if it was like a more common thing at the time, but it's a very conversational movie, like especially mm -hmm. at the beginning when they're all alive <laughs> and they're all just like talking over each other and they're not really saying anything of importance, but it's just like, it gives such a great instant atmosphere to the film. It's like these, like a lot of these people are paid more than others, and they're just like yeah. internal bitching. And then, you know, the alien happens. It's like, oh shit, and it just becomes a different movie. But I really like, I really like almost everything about that film. Yeah, it, I haven't it, it, seen it, it so long. Like I don't remember anything that you're talking about. You should rewatch it. It was I, I yeah. streamed it on HBO. So if you have HBO, you can, you can I stream do. it for, without paying anything. I will do that this but, weekend. Um, it's crazy like if what, you if. If you look at the uh, the IMDb credits of the writer, uh, Dan O'Bannon, uh, his career has been just basically uh, defined by alien movies and spinoffs and uh, video games and that kind of thing. I mean, that's basically what he's done. So it's like, that's, that's what he did. He made the alien movie. That was like his third project ever on his IMDb profile. And the other two were like, One's in uh, some sort of movie called Dark Star. Never heard of it. And a short. Oh, you haven't heard. <laughs> Dark Star. Um, I, you, yeah. Y'all haven't, have, have none of you seen Dark Star? I've no. seen it, but I've heard of it. That's a John Carpenter film. You should watch it. We'll talk, yeah. we'll talk about it. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it uh, after you see it. But we should, uh, uh, I feel like we should do for like the RT podcast, some type of like movie homework oh. or like film of the week where we all watch a certain film and we could talk Barbara, about it on the podcast. I love that idea. Yeah. Can I give I a suggestion a right now? Dark aliens <laughs> no i mean something brand new that just came out that i cannot cannot recommend more uh end of sentence um middle edition middle edition schwartz put out their series of the three improv shows that they filmed and put out uh and it is the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life <gasps> where do you watch it it's just middle ditch and schwartz it's their hmm. name and it's just, it's a short series of hour long comedy specials that were part of their tour where they go out and do improv shows. And it's just three of their improv shows. It's on Netflix and their minds work at a pace that I didn't think people could, could, you know, function at. It's insane. 
this like super quick way at everything off the top of they the head. They start off the show asking the audience a question about an event or something, and then they spend maybe about a minute or two just asking some very generic questions about it to get just to build the atmosphere a little bit. And then they create a 50-minute long comedy special that I, I think a, a lot of a lot of improv uh uh performance uh it's funny coming from me uh can be associated <laughs> with a lot of um cringe or uh dead time where you're waiting for the joke to happen or hoping for them to find a joke they don't give you time to cringe or worry about a joke they immediately start making some of the funniest jokes ever that were not planned and they maintain it for three whole specials it's nuts. I'm seeing a lot of people in chat agree with you. They said it's like super, super good. Uh, like there, it's it's hard. It's uh, unless like you, you you kind of are looking for it. There are moments I was watching by myself, and there's these moments where they respond with a line back to each other. And if it, I just want to like turn everybody, everybody and be like, hey, there was no time between breaths of him saying that line, and then he responded with something that was a spot on. Funny is that funny ass joke that should have been written, but it was fucking hilarious. Like that's how they obviously have like they've been doing this for forever. They have uh, a chemistry that you Never cannot just yeah. yeah. And so that's what they can do. But it's so funny. Who do you the, think you have the, the best comment? Uh, why am I saying chemistry. <laughs> chemistry with in the company? Is that, a, is that a, a question for the group? For the group. Uh, I think with me, uh, it's probably Jeff, just from uh, years of having known each other, if I had to pick one person. John, what about you? That's a hard question. I um, feel like, I'm trying to think for you. I feel like you and Chris is always like I a was, funny. My instincts goes to Chris. Blaine and I do pretty well together as well, but Chris and I, we work together pretty well um, and have a pretty good chemistry on stuff. I feel like mine, Gavin, I feel like you and I have pretty good chemistry. And I think part of that is because you always laugh at my really, really bad jokes. Uh, yeah. It makes me feel funnier. You make uh, me giggle. Yeah. I feel like you you and I, and we also go way back. So I feel like we have a lot like of history in terms of that. Yeah. That was a conversation I had with uh, Jeff a while back. Uh, uh, and I can't remember what the conversation was totally about, but he talked about one of the reasons why Achievement Hunter has done so well and continues to do so well is the chemistry you guys have and created by like especially in the early days you guys you know hung out a lot and did a lot of stuff off camera i mean you and jeff lived together and that kind of thing for a while gav yeah um and that that i mean you lived with jack for a little bit and and you know uh you guys and even when i came and moved here we we went out and did drinks a lot more often than we do now but like playing video games each other off camera and that's what like why achievement hunter does so well is the chemistry mm -hmm. is is palpable yeah they, they also had time to like develop that over a couple of years too as you yeah. were saying like oh that's the thing like you guys have been doing this for how long how long is achievement what is it 11 years now 10 11 years 2008 yeah yeah yeah, I, I would say for me, it's uh, especially around the time I lived with Jeff. It, I had probably had the best com chemistry with. <laughs> I said commentary again. Commentary. <laughs> <laughs> I had the best chemistry with Jeff while I lived with him. I would say. What about but now? then, uh, obviously, we got Michael, and I would say Fiona too as a as a new addition. Especially if it's like a 
like a shitty low budget hop into a video game situation. The I watched the stuff yeah. that you and Fiona do is hilarious. I watched uh, you and Fiona in Animal Crossing when she came to look at your town, Gavin. <laughs> and I laughed so hard when she was in your house and you guys went to the corner. You had just a floating DIY. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't know what to do with it because <laughs> usually you just could drop, you could like store shit. You can't no, store if you, if you DIY learn... that you've learned already. Or just sell can, it then. You can sell it. Why do you, why do you, why do you still have it? Well, because I was, you know, I was in the middle of like dumping a bunch of stuff, and I was like, "Ah, oh, just <laughs> freaking drop that. That's all I could do." With it. And then it stayed there for <laughs> weeks. And yes, I have great chemistry with Trevor. Thank you, chat, for pointing out the fact that I didn't <laughs> say my boyfriend. <laughs> of course. Well, I mean, you, I, you don't you don't collaborate a lot, right? Like you're not. No, in but the we actually we actually have been like trying to think of more ideas for us to do since obviously we're working from home and like. We're thinking about doing some stuff with him in our videos and vice versa. Like I did some stuff for Ready Set Show with him, uh, which is really fun. I got to put makeup on his face using food products only. Um, and he's fine, by the way. He got a really bad uh, reaction on his face, but it went away within like an, <laughs> an hour. Um, also, I don't know why, but like when we used to do on the spot, there's a lot of different combinations of people who you didn't typically get to work with or, or do comedy with. Yeah. And a lot of people said Jeremy and I had really good chemistry, even though like, I don't think he and I have been in anything else together other than like an episode of always open. Jeremy's such a good all rounder though. I feel like anyone, yeah. you yeah. could walk off the street and have a good time with Jeremy. He's, he's, a, a, he's a yes standard to an nth degree. He's a professional. <laughs> so um, speaking of working with people you don't necessarily work with, uh, Last Laugh Episode 2 came out today and I watched that this morning and it just reinforces to me what a psychotic weirdo Chris Damaris is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was in that room when we were filming that, obviously I was on the show, but just watching him do those bits, you know, just a few feet away from me, I remember I was just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like what is what is his goal here? He's I, just he's he's a weirdo. I think one of the things I've learned after having worked in the same office, having off being an office mate with Chris, uh, is I've learned that there is a degree of what you see on Chris on camera that is him doing things on purpose, having a bit set that he's going to do, and pushing that bit to a far degree, and then there is a a portion of it that's just natural Chris oddity. <laughs> and that line is so gradiented out. You, I, can't, I, I can't tell where there, where it ends and begins. There is an RTAA that came out today. I think it's site exclusive still. I think it'll be public next week. But oh, it was yes. the story Chris told about um, when we were at Jordan and Holly's wedding and he was drinking and then went home. And apparently in the middle of the night, unbeknownst to him, he woke up and peed on the floor. Um, someone peed on the floor. <laughs> someone peed on the floor. Uh, and every single comment in the video is just Chris. Dot dot dot. Every yeah. every comment is just like, come on, dude. He's I love, he's, I love the visual that they did in that RTAA for uh, him Shawshanking it out. It wasn't what I intended, but I felt like it was a better visual gag for the way that yeah. they threw it as opposed to uh, to what I was what I meant. And I'm sure it was a conscious choice to do it that way. Yeah, for sure. He's genuinely a, a comedically intelligent person. Like he 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 knows how to write and create funny, and but then that is just amplified by his lack of ability of acting like a a, 
a normal human. Yeah. We just put out um, a hard mode. Guess who? I don't know if you guys watch that. Yeah. Oh, um, the one where it's like all uh, us. Yeah. yeah. It's all uh, uh, staff members and, and people you'd see in Funhouse and Cheam Hunter and Rooster Teeth. And we had to cut out so many moments of Chris just trying to think of a question to ask. Oh, God. <laughs> it was just infuriating. So, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, uh, you you were talking, John, I think you were saying how, uh, like, Chris sometimes doesn't know how to act like a human being. We filmed something earlier today, which I think I inadvertently kind of fucked up because I don't know how to be a human being. <laughs> yeah. 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 People, yeah, people were like, we don't know what Gus is trying to do. We yeah. don't understand. I mean, you can, you, can, you can say what it was. We did a hard mode for faking it. And the Jackbox Party Pack game. Yeah. Anytime there was a game where you had to make a face in reaction to something, I would make a face and it would be like, oh, Gus is obviously faking. Then it'd be like, oh, no, he wasn't. He just doesn't know how to make a face like a normal human being or, would. Like, you, don't know, you don't know emotions and things? I don't know human emotions. Or your reaction would be the opposite of what a typical reaction would be. So it'd be like, <laughs> what's your face if you uh, saw like an old friend? Yours is like, <laughs> but because you that's what Gus would do if right. Gus saw one of his old friends uh, walking towards him he would probably cross the street to avoid <laughs> yeah. it made it an interesting game to say the least yeah so I think everyone else in that video was uh was frustrated I'm curious to see what it looks like when uh, when the edit finally comes out yeah it'll be a fun one I think all right Gus what would you do if Esther was bringing you a hot dog but she dropped it right before she gave it to you <laughs> 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 That's sad. Is that you opening your mouth at a perfect angle like, that the no. hot dog might be able to slip in? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, speaking of hot dogs, I, I, I'm going crazy here. You know, <laughs> I feel like this, this, this quarantine, this lockdown has been going on for so long. Uh, I think I'm gonna eat meat again soon. It's like I just need to do something different to to mix up my life. Something. Uh, to change it because i've officially passed the six month mark and i'm going to the doctor in a couple of days and i'm curious to see you know what the plant-based diet did for all my blood work so once i get the blood work done then i'm like oh all bets are off i'm gonna eat, i'm gonna fucking are you gonna it. make a decision based off like what the results are like like if it's like oh no, no, no. significant change you're doing amazing no i i think if we weren't in lockdown, I might wait to see what the results said. But because we're in lockdown and I need to do something different in my life to feel alive again, <laughs> I, I might eat a steak. So true. Take it. I, I will say from other people who I've heard of like transitioning from either vegetarian or vegan back into eating meat, like take it slow. I don't see. That's the thing. I don't believe that. I want to try to eat a whole steak. I want, like, I want to cook a giant Ch fucking steak and then just eat it. You're going to feel you so do, bad. You should do a porterhouse for two. You should just get the whole thing, the whole thing down. See if you can like do it. a ribeye. No, no, go all in. No sides. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know. So I'm, 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 I'm thinking about it right now. I haven't made a final decision. Hey, can but. you do me a favor, though? When, you, If and when you do break your veganism and eat meat, I want it to be documented. I want there to be a video okay. of Gus I'll, returning to meat eating. I'll, I'll do it. But I don't think I'll ever return back how I was before. I think moving forward, it'll just be a thing that maybe I eat once a week or twice a week. I can't imagine going back because I ate a lot of meat before. Yeah. And I can't imagine going back to uh, to eating that way again. I just wish well, by, by saying better. What? Wait, what'd you say, Gap? Tofu's better? 
I wish tofu was better. Like I had a yeah. tofu stir fry last night. Everything in it was great, it's like with all the veg and a bit of rice and all that. But the tofu just feels like I'm eating something that's just gone off. Or they like, gotta the, season it right. That's yeah, I think the, the key. The preparation, yeah. uh, texture really is just so freaking nasty to me. Well, I'll, I'll say what, what, this and and sound like the crazy person that I am about things like tofu and 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 health foods like that. Like, is that there is, in my experience, a point where I don't know, you've detoxed enough from other food that that food like tofu and vegetables you may not have normally eaten and stuff like that is as satisfying and good as the other food. Uh, and, and it's, and, and it kind of has this turn, I feel like, um, but I could be just the crazy person who eats healthy and that's me trying to lie to myself. Who knows? um, I I feel like I could absolutely switch to all that beyond me and impossible meat and all that stuff. That stuff's great, but just like cubes of tofu. So what what I what I do sometimes is if you uh, put like a little bit of breading and put them in an air fryer, that way they get like a crisp layer on the outside. It's actually really good that way. That would probably help me out a lot. Mm-hmm. I'll, 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 uh, once uh once this is over, you can come over. I'll make you some. Fried <laughs> you, you mean you mean Friday when all the restrictions are lifted again? No. Oh my no. god. Maybe not then. This episode of the Risky Podcast is brought to you by Purple. Technology can be amazing, and we've improved just about everything. Phones, cars, shopping, yet mattresses have been more or less the same since the invention of sleep, but we deserve better. And finally, the mattress has evolved thanks to Purple. The secret to Purple is the Purple Grid. It's a patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. Purple is for every body, no matter which way you sleep. Purple is designed with over 2,800 open air channels and naturally temperature neutral gel. You'll never sleep too hot or too cold. The Purple mattress is soft where you want it, firm where you need it, and comfortably cool all over. It's truly a mattress that does it all. You can count on resting easy each and every night, year after year, because the ultra-durable Purple Grid won't sink or lose shape. Purple is so confident in what they do that every Purple mattress comes with free shipping and returns and a risk-free 100-night trial. Experience the next evolution of sleep. Go to purple.com rooster. Use promo code rooster. And for a limited time, you'll get $150 off any Purple mattress order of $1,500 or more. That's purple.com rooster. Promo code rooster for $150 off any mattress order of $1,500 or more. Terms apply. No. Guys, let's all okay. go out. I had, no. I had, Gus got to start the podcast frustrated. I get to come in the middle of the podcast frustrated. Uh, I always I go, come frustrated. <laughs> that's your secret you're always frustrated um now i go for runs a lot now uh because i can't go to the gym so i just and i'm stuck in the house so the only way i can get outside and work out is just go for runs and luckily i have access to to places to run where i'm not going to be around people very much unfortunately austin is getting Apparently, we thought two or three weeks of us actually abiding by strict quarantine was enough. And now everybody's going back outside, filling up uh, parks and areas like that, and not abiding by social res- uh, well, distancing. Well, and they're going to open up all the freaking restaurants again on the 1st of May. Like, you can go into a restaurant and eat. That's insane. Wait, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I, oh. It's like 25% capacity, but apparently on May the 1st, the governor of Texas or whatever has just been like, all right, back to it. And it's like, I, we're just going to be right back here in like less than a month. It's, it's going to solve nothing. I got takeout Thai food a week ago from a, a place that I really like. And when I went in to to pick up my food, they were so serious about 
people not going in and eating there that they literally ripped out all of their booths and tables. Like there was wow. nothing. The restaurant was a shell. Yeah. It was the front counter, you know, with the register and the bar, which I guess obviously they couldn't rip out and the kitchen. So it's like, there was like all the booths had been ripped out of the floor and they were in a pile in the corner. They must like they have were, been remodeling. Otherwise, serious. why wouldn't they just cover them? I don't know. They, they well, if they were remodeling, why wouldn't they throw them away? They're still there. They're just all piled <laughs> in the corner. Maybe, I, I guess maybe just make a statement. I got done with a, a run at lunch today and I was exiting uh, this, this, this hiking trail that I do up this, this uphill part. You have to get up to the you know street. And as I was going up, I noticed there was a group of people that were coming down as well. And I had a mask and I, every time I ever see anybody in any of these times, I make sure I get six feet plus away. And so I, I go off into like the brush of the trail and get out and get out of the way. Cause I'm, these fuckers aren't going to get out of the way for me. And so I'm standing in the middle of the forest, uh, about seven feet away from them, watching them walk by. And they're just all staring at me with faces. Like, uh, I'm a crazy person standing there with my mask who got out of the way for them. And there was just this group of like four young boys and they were clearly not related. They were clearly just friends out on a hike. They were all grouped up together and they looked at me like I was an insane person and I wanted to, I wanted to throw rocks at them. That's what I wanted to do. I got, but, I got a, a video from Wes. Wes and his girlfriend Alyssa were driving, I guess, near, I think it was Zilker Park. And he sent me a video via Instagram from his car of just, there were so many people in the park. And granted, yeah. a lot of them were spread out and stuff like that, but it was like packed. Like there was no parking anymore. It was like super crowded. And he was just like, what the fuck is going on? What is this? Like, are people just, oh, whatever, Where, you know, not, I guess I won't be affected by this or whatever it is. Like, I don't get it. So I don't I, understand I, how people don't. Mike just sent me the, uh, I guess the list of stuff that's gonna, that's supposedly opening this Friday. Uh, so businesses that can open May 1st, all retail, restaurants, malls, and movie theaters limited to 25% occupancy. Uh, museums and libraries, sole proprietors can return to work. Churches and places of worship can expand capacity from current order that expired April 30th. Outdoor sports, no more than four people playing together at a time. Uh, salons, gyms, and bars do not open in phase one. So phase two, the earliest date is May 18th. 50, moves everything up to 50% occupancy. Uh, but that's, that's phase two is enough time ahead of phase one where the amount of cases will go up so sharply that phase two will be locked down. Surely. Also, like, wasn't this all based off like these places can start reopening or these states can start reopening if they have like a certain amount of low cases? Like, I thought that was the that's situation. That was and supposed to be. And apparently Texas has only tested 1% of people. I think we, so. we're like a little over like 200,000 people tested. So, uh, God. Well, well, don't worry. We're still going to be doing the podcast from our homes for yeah. for a while. We're it's still funny. working from home. When we did uh, that last podcast that we walked out of, uh, was it March 23rd? And, you know, Gavin and I stopped for the parking lot and I said to Gavin, like, oh, it's going to be a while before we come back. I don't think even at that time I re realized the gravity, like how long it would be that uh, yeah. we'd still be doing this. I thought, and most would be, a month or two and that we'd be back there before before too long but yeah. nope it just is such a ballsy move to me because this country has the most cases right now number one baby. Oh, absolutely number one which by far to be fair it's a very high population country so that's i guess to be expected 
but also there's no <laughs> there's no free healthcare. So right. that's our that's our right, and don't you dare take our <laughs> lack of free healthcare away, you motherfucker. <laughs> so it's just like double weird to me that this is happening. There's when a, you surely there, want to protect people's pockets and their health at the same a, time. There's a, there's a user on the Austin subreddit. I don't know how often you guys read the Austin subreddit, but there's a user there. I've been meaning to talk about for a couple of weeks. I think his username is Rational Anarchy, and every day he makes graphs and plots the numbers for uh, coronavirus cases in Travis County, like the number of cases, the number of deaths, and you know, like puts it all into graphs that way you can try to get your head around. Because you know, you go to big news websites, you can see what it looks like for the country or for states, but he does yeah. it on a much more local level, so you can see awesome. exactly how it's affecting you know our community and the place where we live. And uh, every day really he, he, he puts it out normally around this time, like around 630 or so. Uh, so you'll see like the results for that day and then how it relates to everything else. And he'll give like a short commentary on uh, what the numbers mean and what his opinion of it is. It's obviously someone who has a background in uh, statistics uh, because it's every day. It's I'm always super fascinated to read it. I'll just check that out. Yeah. Do you know I what had... company? I, I, sorry, Barbara, go. Oh, no, you go for it. I was just going to give a shout out to a company I really appreciate that has been making huge swathing changes to their product in order to promote uh, stay at home and while allowing people to continue to use their product. It's Niantic with their support for Pokemon Go. They have been making huge uh, interactivity changes to a product that was all about you getting outside, interacting with people, and grouping up together. Mm. Um, and even they've been doing stuff like where they've been giving away free like uh, 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 items and stuff that you would normally have to go out to get in order to uh, be able to play the game, like the Pokeballs and and such. Um, they have canceled events um, that they had already planned and that were like huge areas they make money. Um, and even today, they finally, they've been talking about it for a while, but it finally launched today. A big thing of the game is raids where you go to gyms out in the public, gather around the gym and fight a raid boss. And you have to be in close proximity uh, to do that. Now they have remote raids and you can buy a little, oh, cool. a little raid pass that then as long as you can see the raid in your game, you can join it remotely and oh, you no nice. longer have to do it. And in fact, even on Saturday, they had their community day, which is a day every single month that even in Austin, you will see droves of people going outside to play this game. They made the get the community day completely accessible and doable from inside your home. Wow, that's, that's awesome. really cool. Yeah, it's good. Good, good on them. I start to wonder too. Like I, it's weird. I've been enjoying making certain content from home. Like it's been kind of nice in a way. And I wonder, like, even if Rooster Teeth is going to adjust the way we do things, even when this whole quarantine situation is over. Well, it was so cool. Uh, Achievement Hunter uh, uh, played, I think it was Warzone with an esports player the other day. And that's always been accessible, but it was just like, everyone's already at home. So everyone might just play with whoever. Right. I, know the, I know the Valley folk had a, had a podcast that they're getting excited about. They were posting pictures where it's just like a bunch of random people from a bunch of random channels. That yeah, I mean, we feel like... Up. Especially with Achievement Hunter, we never really collaborated with anyone unless they were in the room with us or we went to them or they came to us. But right. And now it's like an excuse to just like we've already done a couple of videos with the Yogs cast. And yeah, we had the uh, the super esports good player in Siege the other day. You had uh, Chilled and his buddies play cart with you guys. And then uh, who is it? Tom, Tom showed Fox up. Tom Fox just hopped in. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> 
which wouldn't have happened if you guys were doing it at the office. Like Tom wouldn't have just like popped into the office and started playing. Yeah, because because he, he, just, just... he just hopped into the lobby at first, and then, and then we were like, "All right, we got to get him in the Discord Hell so we yeah. can hear him." And he hopped oh. into that, and he was just good to go. Tom had a tweet the other day. Did you, I don't know if anybody else saw it. He tweeted a video of his Animal Crossing island that was covered in turnips because he got he bought twenty three million bells worth of turnips. And, How does he uh, even get twenty three million bells? And just I mean, put them everywhere. It's, it's actually not that hard, Barbara. In later game, just play the stock I, market. I can okay. understand that many if you could do it all in one trip. But he must have made so many trips back and forth to get yeah. money and like empty his pockets and then you go can, back and get more. You can buy about four hundred when you get the full four rows of your of your bag. You can get about. 440,000 bells worth of turnips at a time. Yeah, because each row carries 1,000? Yes. I literally just right? paid yeah. off my home loan. First one? <laughs> first my one? first one. Yeah. You got a you ways to go. go. I know. No, I, t I just took out the second loan for my uh, expansion. So how, how long you just started playing this weekend, Barbara? I just started playing. So I started playing on Tuesday. So I've been playing for about a week, but like on and off. Like I, mm. I played for like an hour the first day and then I didn't play again until the weekend. So it's been like on and off, but uh, I am in it. And I texted you guys and I'm yeah, just I was like, about to, can, can I, uh, please, can I read the text that you sent me? <laughs> yeah. So what was this? This is, this, um, I believe this is Saturday at 7.30 PM. Uh, Barbara texted, damn, Animal Crossing really does suck you in, huh? And I wrote, yep, you caught up in it. And you wrote, I played six hours today, getting my house delivered tomorrow, finally. Six hours <laughs> of the day. That's, uh, that's pretty serious. For Barb, yeah. yeah. No, it's, I, the thing is, is like, if I get into a video game, the same thing happened with Skyrim. If I get into it, like, I'm done. That's, that's my life now. And that's, I think, why I don't play a lot of video games, because I know it'll just suck me in. And that's, like, the only thing I want to do ever. But it's, and I was telling Gus, too, this is, like, the perfect game to have right now. Oh, yeah. It couldn't have come out at a better time. I yeah, mean, it's it's, uh, it's uh, perfect. It's getting Griffin, me through this. Griffin and Justin McElroy have a podcast that they do called The Besties, which is oh a yeah, yeah, best I like that podcast. Of the yeah. year monthly podcast, and they did one on Animal Crossing and the way that I think it was Griffin might have described it. He said it, was, it might go down in history as one of, if not the most important uh, yeah. game releases ever. Oh, it, it's it's such a nice thing to do in the morning like wake up check your turnip prices do a bit of well, no, i get annoyed because nook's corner doesn't open till eight so i'll get up and I'll be like i gotta i gotta wait for the morning like i wait outside for the lights to turn on like okay cool i can go in now and well i was so excited price. for this weekend because i downloaded animal crossing as i said on tuesday and i've been last week was so fucking busy for me i never got a chance to play the game during the day so every time i turn on the game it was nighttime which yeah. is fine. Like you can still do stuff and like progress. But I was like, I've never seen my island during the day. I'm so excited. <laughs> and so I woke up on Saturday and I'm like, ah, get the I, I was saying this on, on the, uh, whatever the other podcast that we're doing is called. That's the same as this one. That, oh, oh. The, yeah. That the, uh, the moment you get the construction ability, it, it's too much power for me. Like Terra I, terraforming. You mean? Oh yeah. I, uh, I am not a designer. I'm not an architect. I immediately like botched my island. I was cutting holes and shit and got cliffs in dumb places. I do and I hate the fact that you can't move bridges. I want to just move them. I don't want to like demolish them and then wait a day to build another one. So everything is worked around my 
shitty original placements <laughs> and it takes like a day at a time to move one building so like right. throughout the week i'm like i'll move this and this and that would get me to thursday and then i can <laughs> do all these parts my island i suck at that game but it's 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 good i like yeah, having I, it every day it's great i have i have, I, I loaded once i got the terraforming i loaded it up i erased one little square cliff and i was like okay that's it this I, i'm not getting i'm not going down that <laughs> rabbit hole that's, that's enough I, ha- I have completely terraformed my entire island to make way for a plan I have of converting my island into a very specific theme. Terraforming would be a lot more fun if there was a different button for add and remove. Correct. Instead of like, I'm building a clip, I cut a hole in the floor, (laughs) shit, fill that back up, I've boxed myself into a small cube. Damn it. I'm always, I'm like two steps forward, one step back, no matter what I do in that game, because I can't figure out where he's going to decide to apply the freaking A button. It I just, have a question. It just needs a reticle. It just I'm, needs I'm, a reticle. I'm going to grab a beer. I can still hear you. I'll be right back. Okay. okay. I have a question about this. That um, Again, like this is my first time ever playing Animal Crossing. Should and we so talk shit about Gus? He can't he can still us. hear us. Yeah, he but he can't reply. I like Gus. No, I don't want to talk bad about him. I like, I, I like too. him too. I think he's the... But let's pretend that we were guy. talking shit when he comes back. Oh, what a what a twat. Oh, he's got ears. Um, what Barbara? I was going to say, this is my first time ever playing Animal Crossing, and I was telling Gus this, and it's like, it's slightly frustrating that there's things that you just need to know or like look online to actually find out in terms of learning things about the game. Um, And so like, I feel like I I constantly have questions. Like, for example, when you build stuff, like I built my house in a place, or I guess I put my tent down when I first moved to my island, and now it's a house. Can you move that at any point? Can you yes. move people's e- houses? Eventually. Okay. There's only what about one thing like on the plants island. and stuff? Yes, the plants you can move. There's only one thing on the island you will never be able to move. Or actually, I guess almost like two things. One is you cannot move your community center once you place it down. And two is you cannot move where your rivers enter into your island. Can you move Those, that airport? You also oh airports you can't either. Okay. You also cannot move rocks. You can destroy them and they repop back up in a random place, but you can't find a perfect placement for a rock. Someone on the subreddit of the Animal Crossing subreddit, which is a delightful place to go to if you ever just need to scroll oh, through some nice stuff. Uh, <laughs> someone in their on their island had created this little walled off <clears throat> section with little paths that had one slots open for the six rocks you have on your on your mm. island and he had posted because he had finally just uh now it had randomized to finally putting his last six rock into one of those spots so he had all six rocks next to each other <laughs> but when you destroy, destroy it the island then like goes and randomizes it oh like there's only like it will have to, it has certain conditions it spawns in so you have to like take away that on the entire rest of your island so that it has to spawn in that spot it must have it was a really yeah. it was it was an amazing thing to see i'm excited for tomorrow i and i'm going to talk about it even though it's not out yet but um we have a show called rt inbox that we do every week and we we're trying to think of ways to like change it up because there's a lot obviously like even the rt podcast is an example but a lot of shows that are just four cameras in a box with people wearing headphones talking into a microphone that like might start to get a little you know Repetitive. You've seen a lot of repetitive, a lot of it, and hey. First time so, you've seen that tonight? Yeah, exactly. Putting my arm around my friend Gavin. We need it. Um, so we're we're talking about doing RT and Box in a video game, <laughs> and I think we're going to try doing RT and Box in Animal Crossing tomorrow. So we're going to see how that works out. <laughs> I'm okay, scared. Yeah. I have some severe anxiety about this. 
Why? Because we're going to be shooting on my island. Oh, your uh-huh. island's going to get fucked up. And the people who are in the episode, I don't trust completely. You trust well, me? If, as long as they're not best friends, there's very little they can do, right? There's plenty you can do without being a best friend that right, I don't what? want them. You yeah, can... tell me what I could do. You. No. <laughs> what, could I, what could I take from you? Like, they I... can't dig up stuff. No. Could I get mon- could I get bells from you? Yes. <gasps> How about this? You don't Heist. fuck up my island. I'll make you guys rich by the end of the episode. Yes, I promise. All three of you do- have not have not progressed very far in the game, so I could give you a fortune to you right now. Yes, if please. You don't fuck up my island. Deal. Handshaken. Yeah, John. Handshake. What are you actually worried about them doing? Listen, I spend a lot of time in my gardens, and I've got some flower shit going on in there that I'm very proud of, and I do not need them to fuck up, okay? But they, don't, they, they can't dig them up. Are you worried about them, like, bashing the petals off? Can they, yeah. can they run, yeah, run over all they your They can flowers? run over them. They can pick the flowers. I don't need them to do that. There's a lot of stuff in there that I need to keep going as it is. Well, here's what you do. Before they arrive, build a nice fence around it. <laughs> Just fence in everything that yeah, I like- want. Just fence out of the airport, fence in a small path they can take to where you're going to film, and that's it. Like, they restrict them, <laughs> or like, a, like, corral them to a very small area, and that's Cats go in places. They can steal the fruit as much as they want. I don't use the fruit for anything at this point. What fruit do you uh, have? I have all. So, oh, uh, but I have, pl- I ha- like, I, I'm, I got some fun things planned for you guys. I, I think you're going to have fun. I'm just worried. I'm about- so excited. I haven't been this excited about a video game in, like, so long. So I'm, I'm serious. It's a great game. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This this is a random tangent, but I wanted to bring it up because I have a picture I wanted to show you. So I did something today, and I'm not advising it for this, but I had to go into the office to pick up um, mail that I accidentally had delivered there. It's a very we have a process at Rishith if you have to go in. We're not supposed to, but if you have to for emergency reasons, mm-hmm. there's like a whole communication process. I was there for like five minutes tops. Just want to say that. But I you went to the everything. office. I went to the office to pick up some stuff, including some mail for inbox. But I took a picture in our bungalow. I have no idea who did this or why it it is happening. But Shane, I sent you the picture. If you want to pull it up. Oh, I want to see this. I'm concerned already. (laughs) This this was our office. What what am I looking at? was completely emptied of any furniture and there was just a bust with a shirt on in the dark in our office why that is, that, is some, that is some that is some true detective sociopathic shit it scared the shit out of me and i was like i don't know if this is a prank or if someone was filming something in here but it's like it when was you concerning just, it's like when you get a shirt in animal crossing instead of putting it in storage you like yeah. put it on display <laughs> and it's just out there it's like a disembodied torso wearing a shirt yeah <laughs> that's funny so i'm sure there's have, a reason behind it but I, it was just funny to me i wanted to show you guys i have a neighbor in animal crossing that um kind of terrified of he <laughs> He has a he has a problem where he has fleas on him a lot, and I always oh, have to God. clean fleas off of him. Yeah, and he oh, always I don't talks, have fleas yet. I need to visit your he, island. Oh yeah, he's barreled is covered in them, and he always talks about how he talks to the bugs that live in his floor. <laughs> and and so finally the other day I was like, well, I got to go see what his house looks like, right? And I uh, he was finally home. He wasn't out walking around. He was home, so I could go into his house. I walked in, 
and his walls are covered in closed circuit televisions with security camera footage all around the island. And he's got a security camera over his door watching his house. And he's got like a server rack in the corner with a, de- with a desk with a computer on it. Like, what is this guy doing here? All right. When this podcast is over, I need a dodo code because I got to see this. <laughs> yeah. It's creepy. Could you have actual if- people living on your island? Yeah, you like- get neighbors. But like, well, they're not they're AI though. Oh, they're AI. Yeah, I, yeah. I meant like you, you can't inhabit someone's island. Yeah, as a player. Um, you can if you have, if you have an, another account on the same switch. Gotcha. So Trevor could have a home on your island. Gotcha. Okay. But he would have to play on your same physical switch. It's not like yeah. he could play. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm home. not letting anyone else. I'm yeah. playing on that switch. He has his own. <laughs> Although he of- he's not an Animal Crossing guy. I asked if he's gonna play it or download it, but he—it's like not really his style of game. I, I utilized uh, some of my social reach to uh, expedite a process in my Animal Crossing island this weekend uh, oh, on Friday. Cheated. Yes, um, <laughs> I talking about my flowers. I had I was growing them all over the island in big patches and then once I got terraforming, I had a very specific plan of what I want to turn my island into and I needed all of my flowers to move to another part of the island and to kind of consolidate them so that I might work on other parts of the island because you can't terraform around the flowers and everything like that. But I had so many and Gavin you talk about how frustrating it is to do certain things in the game to like dig and transfer transport flowers is is just as bad as terraforming uh so i uh asked people in my twitch chat to come and i i i whittled it down to some regulars in my twitch chat because you have to make them best friends yeah. to allow them to do digging you gotta, you gotta trust them so i brought seven people from my chat onto the island and then just let them go and do yard work on my island. <laughs> oh my god! Half an hour. They did it so fast. It was so good. That's I hope awesome. You dropped a bag of bells for each of them. I don't think I paid them anything. You paid I them an exposure. They, I think they brought gifts for me. Oh, this is the worst. <laughs> what? What's this backwards? You're running a sweatshop over there, John. Basically. Uh, I, I uh, in, in a recent video, Fiona dressed me like a duck. <laughs> and you were still wearing that in that video you just put out on Twitter of you <laughs> oh, whiffing it. Botched tra- I feel like everyone has caught so many tarantulas. I've seen, I think, three ever. And I've been playing for like a solid month. And I've only caught one. The rest I just mess up. I think they I appear keep- between 7 p.m. and 4 a.m. Yeah. How do you... Because yeah. I ha- I saw one tarantula at my island once. How are you? Is there a way to get them to come or like... Something yeah, you, uh, you 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 jack them off. <laughs> Gus, uh, <laughs> I, don't I, mean, like... I don't believe there's a way on your island to make them spawn. On certain islands that you go visit with your mystery tours, there's a way to make it happen. But on your island, it's just they spawn randomly out in the open. Because I, I remember, I think Elise was talking about this, how her and James will play together and they'll have date nights where they go to Tarantula Island. And I think she said something about how like there's no trees or like all the trees are chopped or something like there's some tree. Yeah, it's it's random to get to Tarantula Island. It's quite quite rare, I think, quite low percentage of getting that. I think it's a two percent chance to visit Tarantula Island. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never gone. I've never found it. It's fun. All the islands that you go visit, I realize if you go to the Wikipedia, they have nicknames for all these islands, and there's like uh, uh, things that you can accomplish on these islands specifically that you wouldn't even think that you should do when you go to them that that island is good for i yeah. i have no idea how 
like breeding the different flowers works, but I did wake up today and I had two different types of blue flower, which I was excited about. I've just been like shoving flowers near each other and watering them, but I don't, I'm not sure like which ones wake, make Mashing which colors. Yeah. Blue. <laughs> but you know, I've got some blue ones. So I was like, oh, sweet. I don't know what I did, but you, you did something, right? Yeah, <laughs> I did something. There's also like, I wonder with you guys, is it something that you welcome when there's a person playing a game for the first time and they like come to you for questions and advice? Like, is that annoying or is that cool? With a game like this, I'm I, I'm happy to give out tips. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Because I'm like, if I ask a question or like want a tip on how to do something, I'm no, like, I mean, am that, I bothering I, you? No, I've been watching even like tip videos on YouTube. Uh, I'm pointing to my TV because I sit here in my bed playing the game while I watch Animal Crossing <laughs> videos. <laughs> but uh, like I, I wanted to get, because I, I want to use flowers a lot in this project I have planned for my island. And so I, I watched a video on like best practices for getting those uh, crossbreeds to get specific flowers. Because you, you have to, especially like the roses to get all the way down to like a blue rose or even the gold roses, you have to do quite a few things to get there. <clears throat> gotcha. Um, I also want to, I would hate to miss bringing this up on the podcast. Cause I feel like I, I'll never get a chance to talk to Gavin about this unless it's on the podcast, but Gavin, you are now watching love Island and too hot to handle. Please tell me your <clears throat> thoughts. Uh, love Island series one. I finished it. Um, I thought Record it was, timing. I thought it was brilliant. I was watching like three episodes a day. It, very, it just reminded me of big brother, except they leave all the shagging sounds in. <laughs> um, yeah. nice to hear a scouse accent again that yeah. thing is mental uh too hard to handle i think is just wank it's so i at first I shit so too, too hot to handle is a show on netflix where the premise is it's almost like love island where you just have a bunch of like good looking sexy plastic surgery singles on an island and mm. The difference is with too hot to handle every time they have any sort of like sexual interaction whether it's kissing having sex or even masturbating, they lose money from the pot of what the winner gets at the end. So it's like you fuck over everybody by fucking each other. And at first I was like, this is a really interesting premise. This is going to be juicy as fuck. But it's just like, especially compared to Love Island and having watched Love Island for so many seasons at this point, it's like pales in comparison to Love Island. It's just too gimmicky. And they're trying to clearly force, like it just feels kind of wooden and everyone's saying like, little tagline things all the time like that they've been fed by a producer or yeah or it's clearly like take three of them saying it like i'm not buying any of the interviews and i guess it's not enough episodes to get truly invested i, I kind of got bored after about episode four i'll probably finish it still but because you know what <laughs> what else you got going on it's also <laughs> but, uh, like it's only i think it's only eight six or eight episodes it's pretty short but it's like yeah. it's good garbage TV, but like if you're gonna pick one or the other, Love Island is so much better. It's like leagues better than. Also, I don't really understand why the super attractive Instagram model girl keeps going for this kind of doofy looking Australian. Really weird looking Australian. Like she's like obsessed with him. Yeah, I mean he's kind of young and funny, but I feel like she could get anyone she wants, and that's who she goes for. It was very confusing. You don't understand how the hot model girl is going for a <laughs> dude who's funny. Did you just say that? I actually did that because you, you got Damn, fucking got him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how does that happen? Wow. For a, a pot to call black. I get it now. 
I guess it, it's but, different. But you can see what I mean, right? Yeah, well, it's different because this this the girl you're talking about on the show, her name's Francesca, I believe, right? Yeah, Francesca. Yeah. She it's like a different le- like she's clearly someone, and she even has said it herself. Like she's mm-hmm. very kind of materialistic, shallow in that sense. Like I don't know. It's hard to describe. I don't want to put anyone down just based off like what little we know of them, but she is that kind of personality where you don't expect her to necessarily go for people with a good personality or sense of humor, but maybe more like people she finds attractive. I'm trying to say this in a nice way. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) The only reality I've gone full curmudgeonly old man with reality TV that it just makes me angry at how these people act. You talk about like seeing people like say the same tagline three times in a row in order to get the right take. So this is good TV. I don't, it just angers me now. The one reality series in the past, like almost like two or three years that has not upset me other than the great British bake off, uh, was Terrace house. And that's because it's just, a uh, a, a romance reality show with manners. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I, could, I've watched I couldn't get into it. It just seemed, I watched a couple episodes. It just seems so boring. <laughs> Terrace house is a little, slow and like not as dramatic as a lot of right. reality it's shows like I'm used it's to. like real people not these caricatures yeah. that I, are need, so- I need screaming and drama. <laughs> i hate it i hate it oh i hate it so much gavin you should watch uh love island uk version season three or four next uh yeah i just started two which you said was <laughs> shit or jeff said was boring i think jeff said it was shit but season you three not- and four did you not watch one and two no, I just I was like, let me start at a random one, because mm. I feel like certain shows get better over time. So I feel like watching the first season of something, there's like some things are still working out, some things that get better. See, I feel seasons. like with shows like that, shows get tired over time, and usually the, the earlier ones are the cream. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. I've I've got to watch all of how many seasons are there? Oh well, I don't know, but there's also like the Australian version. I think there's now a U.S. version of Love Island, um, and I think that's it so i think there's three different places See, i have an it. issue with the and it's this, it's been the, the same way the entire time since i've lived here i have an issue with how american tv is edited when it's when i already have seen the same show in english like i'm fine mm. it, it's like it's too like <laughs> well it's like it's like too hot to handle versus love <laughs> island like they're still dramatic yeah. and have that kind of thing but too hot to handle is very clearly like oh, this is an American TV show where they're just like, let me build up the music for yeah. like six minutes before revealing the answer to this question. Which is fine in, in a ton of shows that don't have a British equivalent. But when I've just watched the English one, I find myself just like, oh, get on with it. We don't need a preview after five minutes since the last preview. We don't need a preview of what's coming up next. Isn't they have previews that... in the middle of the damn the, show for the, the worst, same show. The worst for me on with reality TV shows is when they go to commercial, they show like a preview of what's coming up. Then when they come back, they do a review of what you just saw right before the commercial. It's like, I just saw this. I don't need to see the last two minutes again. Like I've really thought about with some shows going through uh, and doing an edit where I tape the whole show and then cut out all of the coming up and all of the recap. That way to see like how long of an actual hour show, how much do you actually get content wise? Because I think it's like yeah. 25 minutes. You know, what show, you know what show doesn't do that? Terrace House. <laughs> I, say, I will, I will say this the one downside cool. of terrace house is the same thing if you're a uh uh, uh subs not does with anime is that you can't multitask with terrace house 
Mm. You have to sit there and watch well, the screen to read all read, the dialogue. Yeah. Just, just learn Japanese. God. I, I, I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> just do that in quarantine, right? Yeah. yeah just learn Japanese. Just watch, but, it, just watch enough Terrace House to where you'll understand it. Yeah. Have, have, Barbara, have you and Jeff done a reality TV-based podcast yet? No, but we were talking about it. Um, and it's so funny because I brought up an idea to him uh, where we would do a live stream or a podcast called Quarantine, and it would be about reality <laughs> shows. But like yeah. literally the same day I pitched that to him, Jessica Vasami also pitched a show called Quarantine. Uh, and it's a great idea. So I think we might discuss hers a little bit more. But uh, I would love to do some type of reality <clears throat> show podcast. And we could have you on if we talk about Love Island yeah. or Too Hot Dang. I mean, I think it'll get like 16 viewers, but it'll be fun to do anyway. <laughs> well, maybe it'll it'll hit a different audience as maybe. well. <laughs> Je Jessica Vasami has been my uh, like Netflix party buddy. We've been watching stand-up specials together on Netflix party. Wait, what? What about your friend Barbara? Well, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's super easy. <laughs> This is awkward. Hey, Gus, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You I'm kind of. Let's, let's all do something together. I think we should revisit that idea that we brought up mid podcast about doing like yeah. a movie club. We've got well, a... I, I, uh, I just, uh, I'm, I've been watching, rewatching Shit's Creek with my girlfriend. She'd never seen it. Talking about shows that everyone should be recommended to watch. It's one of the most wholesomely written, funny shows ever. Oh, it's so great. Um, and also rewatching it the second time through, I realized it's seriously like all it's, I love it that all the hot people introduced in the show are all dudes. It's not a bunch of like sexualized women. Like a lot of like shows where it's just like the people that are introduced, they're hot are all the girls and it's a bunch of doofy boys. Um, but uh, I, we are getting to the point where we're getting the end of season five, which is all that Netflix has. But thanks to the fact that I have a AT&T TV subscription, I can watch the new season that, that was just out and I, can, I don't have to wait for it to come Netflix like forever from now. So we're excited to do that. Yeah. How convenient. Thanks, AT&T. You make consuming content so easy on the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> I can now get my food pellet from the overload. <laughs> <laughs> How how wonderful for all consumers everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, someone in the, in chat right now, who is this? Edward Porter says that we should have, uh, they suggested we have Elise come on the RT podcast. And I don't know why I hadn't thought about that until now. We could have, with all the different collaborations we're doing everywhere, we could have like people from uh, from Funhouse on or anywhere yeah, else remotely. Tons of people on. We actually have been doing that with the Always people. Open, not to plug my own show on this show, but uh, we had an episode come out today for <clears> first <throat> members with Travis McElroy, who I know a ton of our audience are familiar with the McElroy brothers, and mm -hmm. it was amazing. John was on as well. Um, and of course, Mariel. Um, I, I loaded up to, to see if Barold was home, and there's a there's a balloon. <laughs> it just came right across the screen. <laughs> oh, shoot that <laughs> shit down. Barrel is not home. Otherwise, I would have shown you. Well, your turnip prices. Uh, right now, I think it's like eighty-four. It, it was oh, very shit. low. It was very low. I, I shot down a balloon today, and the item that came out was a do-it-yourself uh, plan for a bamboo doll. And I looked at my app to see what's a bamboo doll. It's just a stock of bamboo. <laughs> it's all it is. <laughs> Cut to like doll size. <laughs> I, I want to show AKA you all the saddest uh, toy ever. My uh, prison Mike cosplay. <laughs> oh my god i love it uh, it's excellent i think chad is mad at me they want to hear your movie club uh 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 oh suggestion pick. 
What are we watching? What should we watch for for next week? Boys. Should we pick it right now, or I feel like it's something we we need to think about? Aliens. The second. Yeah. No, let's think about something that's not like a sequel or anything like that. Like something but we can alien. watch. Alien. <laughs> <laughs> you hmm. can watch the. Uh, 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 there's a bunch of movies that are out there that were supposed to be in theaters. Like Invisible Man was good. You could go watch that. Yeah, you got to pay uh, twenty bucks to watch that. Sorry. I don't. Want, I don't want to. I don't want to like give people an assignment for the podcast that they have to pay twenty bucks to do. What if I spend twenty bucks and then expense it to you? Mm. Because you made me watch or it. You could pay twenty bucks and then you're an executive producer. Dude, do you see how executively I produced the last week's post show? <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Oh, right. Also, we talked about that in the post show. People who don't watch the post show might be confused. A lot of people are correcting you, John, about the bamboo doll. Apparently, I'm, now I'm real. I'm remembering what they're talking about. I saw. I, I didn't put it together. I saw it on an island. A little doll comes out. It's creepy as hell. Oh, there you go. I okay. saw it on Matt's island. I went to Matt Bragg's island. So you just looked at the icon of it and then put it in storage. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I didn't even make it. I, I you have to make it. And so oh. I, I just I just looked at my app. The little like your little app in the game. And I just, all, all it shows is just a cut piece of bamboo and it says bamboo doll. <laughs> uh, Maggie is in chat and she suggested for our movie that we watch 17 again, which is, I, I really like that movie. That's a great movie. Yeah, Matthew Zac Perry. Apple, right? Yeah, Matthew Perry. I Matthew love that. Perry. I'd watch that. Gus? Yeah. <laughs> Gus, would you watch 17 again? Really? There's, there's so many movies like that. Are we going to watch that? Or are we going to watch 13 going on 30? Or are we going to watch big? <gasps> yes! All of these, all of these movies. I vote big. I, I'd watch big. I haven't seen big in a while. Although it should probably be something new, huh? For us to actually like discuss. I was listening to uh, Kumail Nanjiani and his wife, Emily V. Gordon, have a podcast that they started at the beginning of this quarantine called Staying In with, uh, Staying In with Kumail and Emily. And uh it's a wonderful podcast if i can make a recommendation for a podcast other than the rt podcast or any of our other podcasts that are on our network um and for some reason oh they were talking about tom hanks and they've 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 divided our timeline now into the middle point is when everyone woke up one day and tom hanks and uh uh what's his wife's name wilson rita wilson rita wilson uh they were tested positive for coronavirus and that there's now it's pre Hanks Wilson is the before time and post Hanks Wilson is where we're living in now. Uh, <laughs> and in talking about that, they brought up big and Kumail <clears throat> talked about how he wants the movie that continues on the story of the woman that uh, uh, Tom <laughs> Hanks romance after that moment that he turns into a little boy and she has to deal with the fact that she had sex with, with a little boy him. And Spoilers. that and she, it's from like 1986. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna spoil any movie that's that old. Okay, it might even be older than that. Um, and like, wrong. just follow her having to deal with that mental process. Oh, it's 88. So you're. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we should well, be how, wrapping up soon because there is a uh, another uh, live show that's gonna follow us here. But oh, how many years? On. How many years would she have to wait again? So she could bang him again. I think it was five or something like that. Wasn't he like 13? Legally? Yeah, probably like five. I think he was 12. Uh, on that <laughs> note, I want to say thank you to all our first members for <laughs> supporting us and allowing us to provide our TTV free for uh, for everyone. And also, don't forget, we're live every day. Check out the schedule, see what's next. I think uh, Carrie and Issa are following us up right now 
uh, here. As soon as we're offline here, as soon as we take RT Podcast offline, they're going to follow us up immediately. So we got to go. That way they can get started. So stick around. Uh, We're still live. Uh, Podcast is ending, but someone else is going to be here in just a minute. So thanks a bunch for the support. And uh, we'll see you guys again next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.